You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Peer Pleasure with Dewey Halpus on Equal Vision Records and Sound Talent Media. I am Dewey, your host with the most, bringing you more great content week after week. Today, we have Libby Lux from the Bridge City Sinners. This is, I don't remember how I discovered this band. I'm trying to remember. We may have talked about it in the episode, but for some reason right now, I can't remember how I heard of this band. It was probably on Spotify or something came up with it, uh, but the band is fascinating. They're from Portland here. Um, my friend Jay tour manages them and uh, just an incredible band. And Libby was awesome. We had some internet issues where she was at, oh, I think they were over in Chicago and they were at someone's house and the internet kept cutting in and out on us. So there is some latency issues where uh, I'll say something and then she'll respond a few seconds later when it comes through. Um, the, it ironed out towards the end, but there is some spots that are a little spotty. So um, bear with us on that. It's a great chat regardless. Um, but I wanted to make sure I, I gave you guys a warning on that, that it is a little strange in parts uh, because of the latency. But that shit happens when you're on the internet doing this and not in person because of fucking COVID. So um, we're going to do the best we can. And uh, we have been. So thank you very much to Libby for coming on. And and uh, this has been just a really awesome experience all the way around. So uh, let's get some business out of the way and we'll jump right in. So peerpleasurepodcast.com is the website. Uh, peerpleasurepod at gmail.com is the email if you want to get in touch with me. Uh, we also have the Facebook group, the Peer Pleasure Podcast Inner Circle. We also have the Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash peerpleasurepodcast. And we also have the premium service, 
which is peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm. And that gives you access to all the videos of the episodes, as well as the past cast, which is another podcast I do, and the ad-free feed. So if you feel like doing that and supporting the show financially, you can go over there and sign up for the premium service. Uh, but of course, you don't have to do that uh, if you don't want to. But uh, we appreciate the ones that have, and it uh, is really helping keep the lights on over here. So uh, without further ado, guys, this is the 12 Days of Peer Pleasure. We're jumping right through this thing. So uh, let's get in my chat with Libby Lux from the Bridge City Sinners. Okay, here we are. Libby Lux from the Bridge City Centers. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. How hey, are things going? Me. They're going. <laughs> uh, they're, it's great. I'm having a blast. Um, I'm holding on to my voice as best I can, trying to treat myself well. Um, I'm I'm having a great time. Yeah. Excellent. You guys are in Chicago. Cool. Yeah, yeah, in Chicago. We're here for a couple of days, too. We just played Moonriders Fest last night, and we have some much-needed, like, days off that we actually get to go and enjoy the festival. I'm going to head down there as soon as we're done with this. Oh, that's rad. That's rad. I, I absolutely love Chicago. I, I was telling uh, Scott, I don't. I think I've been there since we played the Fireside Bowl when it was still around, uh, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> Like 2000, I'm, 2005, I'm, I'm, maybe. I'm not familiar. So um, I think this is our second time being in Chicago. Um, the first time we like drank Malort and went to a Red Sox game. It was very Chicago. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed myself. Excellent. Yeah, it, the, the Fireside Bowl, is. it was like a it was a bowling alley, literally a bowling alley. And you played in the corner, but like, oh, it was this iconic, oh, iconic cool. venue. It was like CB's in CBGB's in, uh, in Chicago. It was, it was crazy. Oh like man. It smelled terrible. Great. Uh, it was fucked up everywhere. It was. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, honestly, like I love, uh, just a horrid, dirty punk bathroom. Shout out to the Oregon. Your bathroom's fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't catch I the name of what? Uh, the, the Yam Hill Pub. Oh, the Yam Hill Pub. Okay. Did you guys ever play Satyricon? The Yam. 
Uh, no, you know, Satyricon was not a thing by by the time we became a thing. I've been to, I went to the Satyricon as like a little punk kid, but um, not was able to play it. That would have been yeah. amazing, though. The Satyricon was great, man. We used to practice there because uh, we worked for the guy that owned it. Oh, and really? he let us practice in there in between shows. Right. And then we ended up playing our last show there. Uh, but the sound was so good. But everything was so gross. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, home sweet home. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a condo complex, I'm pretty sure. So have you spent a long time in the Orleans area then? What's that? We're asking each other questions. Look at that. Say it one more time. Oh, I oh, asked if you had spent a lot of time in the Portland area then. Yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm in Portland now. I've been here for 21 years. So I moved down from Alaska in 2000. Oh, okay. Cute. So been all over Portland. Oh, cute. We're neighbors. Yeah, it's 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 where one of those things where you start out. We started out in like deep southeast, like towards <laughs> Gresham, and then gradually as we met more people and became more involved, moved closer to downtown. <laughs> and then once you get there everyone kind of moves out to Troutdale or something like they try to get out of it so you it's like this progression as you move to Portland, about, oh my god that's <laughs> oh that's so incredibly relatable that's so funny yeah I grew up in like the outer skirts like Gresham and then my babe was living in Hillsborough at the time and so it was like I went from one end all the way to the other end on that max train man and then all of a sudden downtown was where I just like lived as a little street rat. And then out of here, like we got to go. And I, I bought a house in Vancouver. Cause I was like, this is not, <laughs> I can't, I want to be close to downtown, but not in it. I want to be able to walk out my front door without somebody being like, Hey, you got a cigarette. Like I need, <laughs> I paid good money for these. <laughs> i love that i love I've that since, I'm, i've since sold my house in vancouver so don't go looking for me there <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that'll probably happen that's that's what's so fucked up about this stuff it's like you put stuff out there and then people literally like take hold on to like the littlest things or they'll find the littlest detail and then bring it up later it's so no. weird i'm sure you i get cannot it tell you I cannot tell you <laughs> the some of the weirdest human interaction I've I've ever experienced in my 32 years of life um, has most definitely come from uh, the internet. The World Wide Web <laughs> uh, is a yeah, it's a wild place, and I have run into some interesting characters and some of the best people that I've ever met. Um, I've been you know connected through that but yeah uh i definitely get some pretty intense fan mail so Dude, i can only imagine uh, especially i think being a woman I think, yeah i think being a woman i get a little bit different a different kind of fan mail too unfortunately um that usually is pretty unwanted <laughs> and very much unsolicited but <laughs> um but we're trying to do the best we actually just decided as a band like two days ago to turn off Facebook message for the band completely to just uh, stop allowing messages at all. Like um, we're happy to interact with people in comments, like, and uh, ultimately if anybody really needs to get a hold of us, there's uh, 
blatant ways in our website and emails uh, to, you know, there's ways to get a hold of us if, if it's important. And so we just decided as a group that it was just like too consuming just to even watch the inbox like number continue to like because like, uh, I'm obsessive about clearing all my notifications so I open all those messages and sometimes it's just things that are not what I want to hear today <laughs> I don't have the emotional strength for that today or the room for that today or like the pay for you today <laughs> um, so yeah we just decided as a band to just burn off Facebook Messenger completely and it feels good already yeah, that freedom. That's a good idea because we, I mean, when Facebook went down the other day, like I didn't know what was going on. It was so weird. I, it just kept saying like it oh, wouldn't who? allow things to happen. It was weird. Like, I didn't know it was down. Yeah. I was at work and I had no idea. I had not seen anything on the internet. Uh, I was just like, well, this is oh. weird. It's telling me I can't connect. Hmm. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you and everyone else unplugged and plugged back in the router. <laughs> like every, you and everyone on in this country, I was down to the hotel people. And I was like, there's something wrong with the Wi-Fi," And they were like, no, there's not. And I was like, well, there certainly is. Cause look, Facebook won't work and neither will Instagram. And those are the only two things I use my phone for. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh. yeah, uh, it definitely was like a releasing moment of being like, wow, I, what is wrong with me? Why do I keep pressing this button? Too. So I want to try and find um, like a nice lot, a, per, a line in the sand between like that life and personal life and, and like, because um, I do, I enjoy, I enjoy interacting with both, but there needs to be like a line in the sand where I can have mine and we can have ours. Like, of course, of course. <laughs> That's a, that's really that boundary setting those boundaries is very important. That's something I'm working through right now. And in my own life is, is uh, boundaries just in general, like whether it's overbooking myself on this show, like I'll book, you know, five of these in a week when I've got work at full time and family and everything else, or it's like this compulsion, like to keep it going. Like I, I think I've got 15 episodes done already and I only release one a week. So it just keeps going and it's just this weird compulsion, but then you don't want to yes. let people down. You don't, you know, you get sick for a couple of weeks and then you, you're like, well, good, good. I have some in the can, you know, oh, it's just yeah. this weird, weird. That's great. Don't forget to like, just don't forget to like light some candles for yourself and take a bubble bath or something, you know, like <laughs> just as like, because that ambition is wonderful. And if you are going to do this for a living, uh, unfortunately it's not, um, there's a whole different part of it that that wasn't involved, like, you know, 15 years ago um, in music. It's it's not necessarily just an, an audio thing anymore. It's really visual. People like to see, you know, interviews. They like to see um, more music videos, live sessions. They want they want uh, they want more interaction. Like we've become like very much like you can get what you want at like the touch of a button, you know, like instant mm -hmm. next day delivery kind of thing. So there is like a demand that you do have to supply. Um, so, and, and part of me does love it. I love, I, I love this, you know, like chit chatting mm -hmm. with and making friends and, and rubbing elbows and I'm back. Oh, and I can hear you. Hey, I can hear you too. 
Now I can awesome. hear you. Can you okay. Are we back? It was weird. Hey, it just everybody. froze completely. <laughs> What's going on? There's like a weird latency, like a couple second delay, I think, on this. I'm not sure why. Uh, I'm not sure. Are you on? Are you on Wi-Fi? Uh, Scott says yes. Scott gives me a thumbs up in the background. Okay. Yeah, it's just a weird, like the weird, like three second delay. That direct you input. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I missed I pretty much the last thing you said there. I, I'm not sure what we where we got cut off. I think we were talking about boundaries. I was What's just that? moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just kidding. I was just kidding just then. I would talk, but I actually wasn't. I was just trying to mess with you. I didn't know if it was working. But. <laughs> it, it would have if the video was moving. I think it was no. just like it was just like a hand like this, and then it was <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Stop. But you um, see, so well, go you so, you shoot. Now you went. Now you now I can see. Okay. So you're talking about boundaries, like you do, you do the band and then you do like other stuff on like you do like modeling and stuff, right? Like that's, I, I found you through the, the, it was days and days, I think. Um, but my friend Jay Crash, I think is Love with them. that, like manages them or tours with them. I don't know what he does he, with them exactly. He's our manager too. He's your manager. Okay. I didn't know Jay's that. Our I didn't know that. Too. Okay. Yeah. He's fantastic. We work security together at a club in town. Uh, Absolutely, such a good dude. Um, um, I shout his name from the mountain tops. I love Jay. I've known Jay since I was 19 years old, and when things started going good for us, he hit me up and was like, "Yo, Libby, do you need some help?" And I was like, "Oh dear God, please, <laughs> like please help. You have to help us." Um, and uh. He's saying, but wonderful things for us. He's incredible. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I th I think the last time I saw him was at uh, uh, Punk and Drublick in Portland. I ran into him. He was doing something with Bad Religion, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. I was with Fat Mike um, back there. Like we were just hanging out, and and I ran to Jay, and I was like, "Dude, holy shit! Like it's been a long time." But he's he's awesome. He's great, and uh, I'm stoked he's your manager. That's fantastic. Yeah, like, no better person so to do the job much for me yeah just personally he does so much for me like make sure i'm like fed and watered <laughs> you know <laughs> make sure i like he like tucks me in he's he uh he goes above and beyond for me personally too so i appreciate that's that. awesome that's awesome he he's uh he's a good man and and uh <laughs> he keeps you fed and watered uh that's what sometimes that's yeah, all a manager has to do <laughs> I, that's all I, that's all I really need to be happy you know and I, and I often forget to do those things for myself especially on tour it's hard to like be like yeah it like hits real late at night and I'm like why do I feel like crap like oh yeah because I ate a bag of pretzels today <laughs> like <laughs> uh so live in that convenience store you know road trip diet uh can be hard on your body and um he shows up with like good vegan food for me and like you know i'm like getting off stage like like a sweaty nasty monster and he's got like a cold wet rag that he's like soaked in like ice water for me like and he like puts it on my back and then makes me a cup of tea and i'm just like 
It's hard work, you know. It's enough to make you tear up every night afterwards. He never did that for me. I'll tell you that right now. He never did that for me. (laughs) (laughs) But he did show up on time for work. (laughs) He showed up on time for work and he 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 did his job to the best of his ability. And and uh yeah, but he I never got the towel. (laughs) A one guy. Now I'm a little bummed out. Uh, are you, do you have any fun shows coming up in Portland or around or what's fun for you? Man, it's your turn I've, to be interviewed. there's so, there's so much, like there's so much coming through town right now. It's insane. I haven't gone to any of it. I have a, a my son has a heart condition, so he's super high risk. I know, how do you... So I'm still freaked out about going to shows. Uh, oh, yes. yeah, it's like, it, as you should be, crazy. as you should be. Yeah. But, um, it's I was going to, I was going to tell you a funny way, McDonald's story. But then you said you're vegan. Oh, yes, please. I'm a junk food vegan. Excellent. I'm a junk food vegan, and I love French fries. Uh, and honestly, before going vegan, which one thing I'm really thankful for in going vegan is that it did cut McDonald's out of my diet like a, a 99%. Like, I'll still hit that. They got the best Coke in town, but... Uh, like I, I was totally like addicted to fast food, like back in the day. So, um, go ahead and hit me with that McDonald's joke. I want to hear it. Well, it was, it was just, we were talking about like fast food touring lifestyle. We were touring back in the van days. Like we would, we were on $3 a day. That was our budget for each of us. And so we would go to McDonald's and we would get uh, a McChicken sandwich and a side salad and a small fry and a water. And we would take the chicken off the McChicken and cut it up and put it in the salad uh so it was like a chicken salad like it fancy put the fries on the bun and then we would you know have the water so you had a like a fry burger a chicken salad and water (laughs) and it made it this it like made it a little better like you felt like wow i'm really getting over on something here but it was awful it was terrible but um i actually used to love to just like get a horrible like a plain bun and then get chicken nuggets and put them in it and then put like honey on it and just make like a honey chicken nugget sandwich like i'm here i'm right there with you like we get real creative with top ramen oh yeah absolutely we used to do like um the the truck stop like you unplug a vending machine and plug in a rice cooker and do like the the uh like the bag of rice (laughs) diet basically like those were rough times, yeah. man. Like that's so resourceful. Rough times, rough times. but uh, then that's things get better, as you know. That's pretty. Like even just have the fact that you have a rice cooker. How do you even have like the fact that you have a rice cooker on tour is like we went um we went on tour with the addicts and mm-hmm. they brought their own tea kettle. It was so yeah. cute, little. And I walked by Monkey and he was. I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm, you know, just having a bit of tea. Would you like a cup? And I was like, would I like a cup? And he says, I'll go put pedal on. And like, in his cute little accent. And I was like, please do go put the kettle on. Um, but I thought it was so sweet that they kept their own little tea kettle with them. The whole That's time. incredible. I really like it freaked out for a second because I thought this was a person. For two seconds, I was like, oh, 
<laughs> I thought it was too at the beginning because I clicked me. on and no one was there. Uh, but I saw that like the background there, and I thought that was you just standing there, like because the screen's super small when you first log on. And I thought you were literally <laughs> standing there just like waiting. I was like, uh oh, nice. what do I do here? <laughs> That's fantastic. And it's just uh I don't even know. That is, is that Jesus? Hilarious. Who is that? Oh, I'm gonna cry. That's so funny. Oh <laughs> just it was that just like standing in the doorway, just like creeping. Or something. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this is gonna be a podcast leader, so um people won't be able to know what we're talking about, I guess, right? Like yeah, just be yeah. listening. What is that? Is I, that Jesus? I don't know any of these characters. It's Mother Mary. It's a beaded beaded curtain is what it is here. So, like, it's a beaded curtain in the walkway. But, (laughs) and it, like, makes the shape of Mother my God, yes. And it's in the corner of my my screen here. I love that. uh, I love that. I was literally just like, oh, God, what's happening here? (laughs) Can she see me yet? Like, I was like, wait a minute. And then Scott gets in the (laughs) frame, and I was like, oh, shit, it's a backdrop. Just (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, shit. i love this i love you this you got me you got me uh so going back to the, the, the dms you were talking you know, also, about can i tell you I'm, yes oh yeah yeah oh i was gonna tell you that um i did not know that twitch was anything but video games so when you posted that thing in the stories that was like oh like live with Libby at 1 p.m on twitch i was like i'm playing that's why i wrote huh back to you because i was like i'm gonna go play video games on twitch live at one tomorrow i'm so confused like (laughs) i was like what if i'm very good that that's hilarious i got that message back i was like oh no he maybe didn't tell her (laughs) so hello twitch this is my first (laughs) it was totally because i thought we were going to be playing video games that was why (laughs) that was was we totally should i i've never played video games on it i've only been on it a few months and it's just like a new platform trying to to invade sort of but it's it's been going well but it's definitely interesting it's all mostly video games but there's definitely other things going on too we did it we're back (laughs) i am not sure what is going on with the internet but it is crazy this i have never i have never had it happen this way before it's weird i'm so sorry it's probably oh it's good i wonder if it's my fault you guys are on the road man not sure i was like can we just plug her in? <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, the Moon Runners Festival is happening right now. And I was like, maybe I could go to the festival and then find internet and still try. And, and uh, I was like, yeah, good luck finding a quiet place and Wi-Fi. And so this is, we'll make it work. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I was when I was, we were talking about when I had put that up, that message up and it used to said, huh? And I was looking at, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like she probably doesn't even know about it yet, or something. But uh, <laughs> I, that's hilarious about Twitch. But because um, yeah, it's not, 
it's weird. Like it was video games. I didn't know anything about it. And then I started thinking like, why don't we put the show on Twitch? See what happens. Cause there's a lot of like music people on Twitch that play music, produce records, yeah. mix records, whatever. It's like this oh, whole really? people just want to see it. And uh, I don't edit these podcasts. Like unless there's issues, like, like I would cut out pieces like of the quiet, but other than that, I leave them as they are. So I was like, right. why not just do them live? It's the way it is anyway. Um, and it's been really well. So yeah, yeah all natural. So, um, <laughs> but what I was getting to with the DMs True, is, is do you know the bomb pops? Uh, I heard of. I, we're not. Uh, we haven't become friends yet or anything. <laughs> okay, because they do. So so uh, Jen and Polly are the are the the like the front of the band, and they've been doing on Instagram. Okay. They've been slide into the bomb pops dms and they've been reading these fucked up dms that they get from dudes uh on instagram like on video it's hilarious okay. so so i i have considered doing things like that um you know i want to fucking i have i have screenshot things that people sent me and then just like and posted it like uh some dude sent me a picture of his parts and yeah. i just went ahead and like blurred that out of course like put like a little like vomiting face over it and was just like but it was obvious that it was like some like and uh you know was just like don't be like this dude um and but then um it's kind of gotten to like honestly it got to kind of a scary point the other day um i've had like someone bring me for like the last month um and and they they make new accounts they they'll i block it they make a different one and then um, my friend had like a background check uh like situation that she could do background checks and so i gave his name to her and he's got like uh like stalking charges and uh kidnapping charges and things like that and mm. and it's uh it's become a very serious realization to me lately especially that uh i i am some uh, like I've always been a fucking weirdo magnet, man. My whole fucking life. Like I couldn't get on a public bus without somebody trying to like worm their way into my space, even though I've got headphones in and I'm reading like a book and I'm like, my head's on and I'm like, leave me be, you know, like um, I've always been kind of an oddball magnet. And uh, now I'm like in this limelight in this kind of like, you know, I, I kind of adapt this, um, you know, kind of a siren esque thing where it's like I was like seduce you and then like bite your head off and like uh and that's just kind of like the performance and the fun that I like to have with it. You know, like I my mom's a, a drama teacher. I grew up in the theater. Like I I love to play and 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 you know and be the part and um and people become oddly obsessed. And so I have thought about making videos about like yo call out this motherfucker being a piece of crap but then who's to say that that motherfucker isn't gonna then uh is like at first started out with a lot of um words of endearment and like being like, like i i like you and we should be together and we should you know like you're so hot 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 and then and then i didn't respond and then it was like well, you know, you're fucking evil and they're all right. I don't know you and you're, you have Satan in you. And like, and then like posting like ominous things, like it, it's, you know, it's so, uh, as much as I would love to call out every buddy, like people 
people are unwell, especially right now. There's like a lot of people who are like struggling with mental health and I do not, I have decided to disengage, disengage, <laughs> disengage, delete, block, delete, block, delete. Like I don't, I'm doing everything I can to not get fucking like rest in peace. Christina Grimmy, I believe her name was that mm-hmm. poor girl, American Idol girl at that concert had those vip tickets sold to people meet and greet mm-hmm. tickets and that guy walked in and shot her you know yeah like right in front of in her front brother of everybody. i think no because he was just obsessed yeah mm-hmm. right heartbreaking heartbreaking and yeah. like i watched too much true crime i am not getting taken out like like <laughs> not like i'm going out without a fight <laughs> that's wild so, i it's I'm weird that you bring that up too because I just did an episode with a friend of mine, Yvette Young. She plays this band called Covet from the Bay Area. And she was talking about how her new rule, like she doesn't block anybody anymore because she blocked this dude who was being super weird, uh, kept saying all this weird stuff to her. She blocked him. But so when she blocked him, she didn't see the rest of the stuff that he'd been posting that was like, I'm going to come, you know, do whatever. Dude ends up find, like, finding something on her Instagram that shows him kind of where about she lives in what city and stuff like that. And then he finds her house and breaks into her fucking house. And her parents are there. No. Like, it's fucked. Stop. Yes, this it's is my worst fucked nightmare. up. It happened. And, and like, it was going to kill her. Reality. Yes. If you're watching, don't, I'm going to swear to God. <laughs> okay. I will bite your I'll bite your dick off, dude. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, the, yes, this is a serious reality and it is a serious reality for, I mean, women all over the place for as long as fucking, you know, but, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's a scary realization that I'm, I'm really coming to terms with this tour more than anything. I'm not going anywhere by myself anywhere but like i'm making people walk me to the van um i was in the van the other night and i this girl didn't mean any harm by it i know she didn't like like but i would i'm I was, and I'm, i appreciate that she asked like, like but i was like in the van thinking i was by myself just chilling talking to my babe you know i've got on like a little speakerphone and like in the corner and I'm here scrolling my Instagram just kind of like I like to look afterwards and check out like the pictures that people have posted of us performing and like um I'm just chilling in the van and all of a sudden there's like a message that comes through that's like I see you in the van can I come say hi and I was oh like oh my god it took everything in me to be like to not be like no you little creep <laughs> no don't look at me i'm in my bubble i didn't think anyone was watching i'm picking my nose in here like let me be- i thought i didn't know anybody was watching me right now but I, of course i knew she was just she was being kind the fact that she even just asked at all you know instead of just coming up and like pressing her face against the window and like getting in my space <laughs> like um uh so yeah it was it was it's it's becoming more and more free and a little like it just doesn't stop getting weird <laughs> yeah that's creepy as hell <laughs> i see you in the van can i go say hi <laughs> i see you i see you there but yeah, it was honestly weirdo. it was kind of her to ask yeah at least she didn't just come up in my bubble because there was a there's a lot of 
of people that just would come up in my bubble, which, which yeah. when I'm obviously in the place of like happiness and interaction, which is very obvious. I love, I love people. I love my fans. Do not think I'm like snooty. Don't want to hang out with, with y'all. Cause I love y'all with, without y'all, we'd just be a bunch of crazy people in a van. So like, I, I love interacting with my fans. I love staying afterwards and talking with them. I love getting to like personally know people and getting to know them and be like, next time I come through town, like, let me, let me know that, you know, you're going to come to show, I'll put you on the guest list. Like I make friends, I make friends on the road. Um, and I think that's really important, like a really important part of doing this. Um, but there's just like an obvious time and place in a social boundary. So boundaries we're back to boundaries that's the topic back to boundaries we're setting boundaries <laughs> we're setting boundaries in our life you want to talk about your yeah. parents and my parents or like mom yeah let's do that let's do that tell me about your parents there's a podcast <laughs> now i think it's called tell me so tell me about your father i think that's the name of the podcast oh, yeah. and i was like that is fucking genius you can go for six hours about that uh i'm that's gonna like the cry premise. all already <laughs> <laughs> you not you did not no have a good relationship though, with your parents no one ever talks about <laughs> you know nobody ever talks about mommies though because those are real too like i feel like that's not yeah. like a like you know a quoted thing daddy issues daddy issues. you know honestly daddy issues is used as like an insult towards women but like it's that's an insult that's an insult towards men like the men are are the downfall in that situation. A daddy issue is that's a father's issue. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but mommy issues are real too, man. Like, um, I have I feel like that those impact you just as hard, just as hard, if not harder. Like, oh, they absolutely do. Having active active parents, bless everyone who has a full, happy, loving family. <laughs> But yeah yeah i we, we are all that blessed <laughs> that's where my that's where my issues stem from is my mother for sure my dad was my dad was was uh he was always like in the not in the background but he was always like whatever she wanted uh he was cool with it um but then my mom right. like turned me into Passive like a borderline mom. narcissist <laughs> just from her narcissism <laughs> like just like Thanks, wove mom. its way into my life so uh, that's something i struggle right. with forever uh but yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it's real. Mommy issues are real for recognizing, sure. Recognizing recognizing our own struggles, like recognizing our mental health. Like I'm trying just now, uh, like in in my thirty, like my early thirties, I'm like really recognizing that I, I I struggle on a daily basis with my mental health. Like you know, like and I'm such a um just up and down a roller coaster of a human. Like, uh, sometimes I wake up and like this morning I woke up and I just felt horrible. I was like, I hate myself. <laughs> Last night was re a really intense evening. It just took a lot out of me emotionally. And so this morning I woke up and I just didn't feel like I had very much for myself, like to give that day, but like, you know, uh, give it, you know, a half hour <laughs> mm -hmm. and I'll be on top of the moon. So it just, uh, I, I swing, uh, 
you know, back and forth all the time. And so I, I have to learn how I think more than anything, I'm realizing, especially spending so much time with my band, like we, we're together all, all the time. We're in a van, we're in the hotel. We're like, I'm realizing that my mental health reflects on other people in an in intense way. And if I can't learn to like <sighs> wrangle myself in sometimes, like I am like a little like sponge. I just like <clears throat> all over everybody with my sadness or my, or my happiness too. I'm like, an, I'm, in, I'm infectious in many ways <laughs> and I'm trying to learn to like deal with myself by myself a little bit better than I. Yeah. That's, that's uh, without you're, word you're speaking or, my language now. <laughs> this is yeah, something I struggle with the same thing. Vomiting all over other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a constant struggle. Especially during COVID, uh, during COVID that really taught me, cause I thought that I had like a real, a grip on my emotional, like my mental health because I used, um, other people and events to make myself feel better. So if I was in, which wasn't necessarily a bad thing, it was a, co it was a coping mechanism, but, um, it, I used it too much because when it was taken away from me, I found myself unable to cope as well, you know, trying or trying to find new ways to cope because I didn't have going out with friends and I didn't have music and I didn't have the validation of my band and, and playing and, and, and the hopes and, and the excitement of like, what's coming next? Like, we're oh, it's okay that this month is boring because next month we're across the country you know like there was something to look forward to and when that was taken away from me all of a sudden it was like who the fuck am i man who the fuck am mm. i like so that's real i'm picking up that's pieces real. now i'm happy to be, Did, happy isn't to be it back. weird like having to jump into uh dependency on the internet at that point like that's now your outside oh, world yeah it's fucked up because then right, you kind of, yeah. if you hate it already, you kind of have to like, fuck. Thank, thankfully there's the internet. Thankfully there's you Netflix. Had to dive in. Yeah. That's your only output. Then. Right. Like your only, your and, only input and output. Well, uh, for, for me too, it became, um, you know, like people wanted a lot of these live streams. Like do like, I can't tell you like how many do live streams, do live stream for us, live stream for us. Like, Cool, like making up for the festivals that we were going to play because people were excited to see us. Like we were happy to do things like that. But then it became really like people just wanted all kinds of things. And for me personally, I don't, um, I, I need to fall back in love with playing music all by myself because mm -hmm. uh, I've kind of, I, I've become part of playing music for me is the performance. Like that's really my, like my niche and my, my love, my, passion for it is like is actually performing um and so when that part was taken away and then I didn't have the rest of my band uh, I just felt so empty and so like the thought of playing like a 20 minute like live on a live set to nobody to my dogs in my living room was like so depressing for me it literally became like I wish that I had like known it was going to take so long, you know, I would, I feel like I would have buckled down, but, um, my instrument almost became a sad thing for me. Like I would look at it in the corner and be like, 
What's going on, guys? This is Dewey. I want to tell you about some new releases coming up from Equal Vision Records. As you guys know, Equal Vision Records is my family, and so are these bands. I really want you to check these out. We've got Hot Water Music with their 10th studio album, Vows, out May 10th, featuring guest appearances by Dallas Green of City and Color, Thrice, The Interrupters, and Brendan and Daniel from Turnstile. See them on the 30th anniversary tour with Quicksand in the States in May and June and Europe in November. Hotwatermusic.com for more info. We also have Be Well with their new 7-inch, A Tap I Can't Turn Off, out now. First new music in two years from this band. This band is incredible, featuring members of Battery, Bane, Darkest Hour, and Fairweather. See them on tour with I Am The Avalanche in June. Equalvision.com for more info on that. And just your general information on Equal Vision Records, you're always going to find something you like at Equalvision.com. Go there for vinyl and merch from all of your favorite bands. Check out Hot Water Music's new record and Be Well's new 7-inch now. What's going on, guys? This is Dewey from Peer Pleasure, and I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, DistroKid. DistroKid distributes your music across all online platforms. They are an amazing company. I've enjoyed working with them the last few weeks, and they're going to be with us for a while, and I really, really appreciate that. I love working with great companies, and DistroKid is one of them. Uh, They have an awesome thing they're doing right now called Splits. Now, if you're working, as most people are, online, doing collaborations with people from all over the country, all over the world, as easy as that is with the internet, uh, you want to get those people paid when you put that music online. And splits can do that. You can add an unlimited amount of collaborators to any track. You can change the splits at any time. You can add or remove collaborators at any time. You can see previous splits. And all your collaborators are going to have to do is sign up for a DistroKid membership, a DistroKid account, so they can get paid. And as always, DistroKid never takes a cut. You and your collaborators get 100% of the earnings in total. A couple other awesome things that they do is they set up an official artist YouTube channel. Uh, You can use Spotify Canvas, synced lyrics, promo card to promote your release on social media, a mini video for your socials as well. There's just so many awesome things about using DistroKid. And like I said, I don't advertise things I don't use, haven't signed up for. I have signed up for this. It is a breeze, literally a breeze. And you can get going right away. So definitely check out DistroKid. And I want to give you 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. That is distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for Peer Pleasure Podcast. Once again, that is 30% off your first year's DistroKid membership at any level. distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP. Go check out DistroKid right now. distrokid.com slash VIP slash PPP for 30% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Dewey from Peer Pleasure and I wanted to tell you about Premium Pleasure, our premium subscription service that's available now. peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm 
is the website. There's three tiers, tier one, tier two, and tier three. Tier one is $5 a month. It gets you the ad-free experience. Tier two gets you access to the Peer Pleasure Passcast. It gets you access to the videos of the interviews. It gets you merch discounts. Tier three is $20 a month. That gets you all of that. It gets you the past cast, gets you the video footage, discounts on merchandise, and monthly Zoom calls well, with myself and other guests. We're going to have all kinds of stuff in there for you. There's all kinds of stuff in there for you now. There is, uh, I believe, 30 to 40 videos of these interviews. There is uh, multiple episodes of the past cast. The past cast is a podcast that I'd started separately that is me and another podcaster or me and a guest. Uh, discussing a deep dive into their favorite episode of Peer Pleasure. Um, so there's a bunch of those on there. So so-and-so and I would talk about the Chino Moreno episode. So-and-so and I would talk about uh, the Yvette Young episodes. And we would do a deep dive and tell where they came from, how we got the guest, stories of uh, that weren't discussed on the podcast or maybe weren't in there. Um, it's just another glimpse behind the curtain. So that's the big deal with this premium service is giving you a glimpse behind the curtain of how the podcast is made, gives you access to things I'm doing and things that we're doing with the show, um, gives you, you know, ad free stuff. It gives you just all kinds of, of things that we could throw in there to help make it a valuable part of your month. Cause I put everything out there on this show. I put everything I have into this show. Um, so being able to give you guys that little bit of extra is a big deal to me and having your support is a big deal to me because if we don't support our artists and creatives, we're not going to have any left. So I appreciate it. Peerpleasure.supportingcast.fm is the website. Go sign up today and get some of this premium pleasure. Oh, I remember what I used to do with you. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so uh i kind of fell into like a little bit of a slump there where i wasn't wanting to play music it almost hurt my feelings to play music yeah it's that sense memory that's atta attached to that instrument it, it's all that sense memory yeah. is coming back it becomes an enemy it's weird it's really weird yeah. like the one thing that it brings you joy with other with something else attached to it that you couldn't have and that's exactly it like that's exactly you just don't have the full package uh, which in that situation is yeah. terrible, you know, yeah. then it's just staring got, um, you in the face. <laughs> I got some, uh, like just intermet like instrumental tracks of our music, like made up and sent me. And that was like a little helpful. Cause then it was like, I was playing with everybody, but I was by myself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like playing along to that, like helped at least for practice purposes, you know, it still wasn't, it didn't give me that, like, that thing, you know, that, that being mm -hmm. on stage gives me, cause being on stage is really like, it does something for me. So. Yeah. Me. Well, you can tell in it's your heart, like, in it, in all of it, the, the, just even on, on the records, like you can hear the passion and the performance, like you kind of get taken into the, that's what's so cool about what you do is you get taken into it. And it's like, you're watching a movie, but you're listening to it. Like you're, it's Yay. like, you're listening to like an, like an audiobook adventure but like with different characters like it's not some dude saying you know blah 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 blah, blah. it's like there's so much like inflection behind it and character like the character you're in is awesome like it's just like that's what drew me to it at first was just like this is like this is like listening to a like a play like a like an actual well, play like it's rad in like in a lot of like traditional folk music or like a 
original country music, it was all about just telling like a sad story, really. Mm -hmm. Like it was a lot of storytelling. And so um, I think, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with that. Okay, there we go. <laughs> um, okay. Um, but he wrote two Olog High video or movie of uh, movies, uh, songs, and um, they are both about like Lord of the Rings, it's like interpretation of like a like subspecies of troll from Lord of the Rings. So it's like it's not even like it doesn't have to be real life, which is like what we have so much fun with, like like the satanic thing. It's like I'm not uh, you know sacrificing virgins, like, but it's. <laughs> it's about having fun. Like it's, yeah, I, I'm embracing my inner Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's it's Well, that's kind of, even, even if you, if you're into the satanic side of things, like it's all about uh, just doing what you want. That's, that's essentially what it right, is. Right. I, mean, I have, if you read, I have, Yes, I have the Satanic Bible and have I've yeah. read it, and um, the commandments are amazing. I mean, they're very simplistic of live your life how you want to live it and treat other people how you want to be treated, just as long as you're not like hurting anyone and like, yeah, I, I indulge, indulge in life. Like, why not? Yes, absolutely, indulge in life. Drink the wine, yeah. you know. Have have your neighbors wife <laughs> like it's all like live, live your life and love and love your life is essentially the message and i uh believe in that wholeheartedly but like i said i'm just not worshiping virgin you know sacrificing virgins or like yeah i'm course. not drinking blood and it's like sometimes people like will get to act in wild religiously wild in the comments on like youtube and like it just just tickles me that they think it's <laughs> so I think it's that's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll go. And I'll see you. See the rest of y'all in hell with me. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when that day comes, fucking, <laughs> God damn it! That yeah, yeah it's right. so funny how much different. Uh, yeah, just the the comments people leave on stuff like that, and people just don't understand it. Just having fun, like wow. if you're not if you're not buying into any of it, that's I mean, you're not buying into any of it, and and you're having fun with it. It's right. all imagery. Is, it's all that is magic. Video, it's all. Um, Right, yeah, it's just a bunch of hoopla, but like we're just having, you know, we're having fun. But uh, it is, I was, well, I was thinking about making kind of similar to like your friend was, you know, calling about, uh, man, I broke into our house. That's that is still like getting me, but um, <laughs> like. I was thinking about making one of, uh, if you go and like watch our videos, um, there's like a lot of, uh, I had like a very uh, different body at one point in my life. I like went through a big like bout of depression and food became something that I really, really clung to. I did too, essentially. Um, and uh, I like kind of gained a lot of weight and then I had given up on that and just started focusing on my mental health and started playing music. And we had like, um, one video go viral. And then, uh, in, in that it like went viral when we were like baby band, we were just figuring things out. It was like our very first little video kind of thing. And, um, and then that, my mental health just, you know, just improved. I quit my job. I broke up with my boyfriend. I just started focusing on my band full time and I stopped relying on food for comfort. And, um, 
And so my body over like that two year period before we made the next video, um, change, I had lost quite a bit of weight. And so uh, people didn't really understand, like they watched the video and, um, not understand that two years and a lot and a lot of hard work and mental, mental health, hard work. I really didn't do a lot of exercise. I had always really had a thin frame and a thin body and had not been overweight for a very long time. Um, so it was kind of like, I just slumped so hard into that depression. And then I just, you know, dug myself out of that depression and my body was like, okay, let's go back home. Um, and so, uh, like I really, it was being overweight. That was so, um, so odd for me and so different for, for me and my body and my lifestyle. Um, and then, so people would watch one video and then watch the other video and not think about how two years had passed, all that hard work had passed. And it's like they're in their mind, 30 seconds has passed and I must be like on drugs, you know, <laughs> there's there, or I must've taken some miracle bowl or something, but like, uh, I wanted to make a video like, cause if you look any comment that has to do with the boys is like, Oh, I bet they stink or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like literally that's it. That's it. That's anyone. That's all anyone can say is that Michael looks like that. They look like they smell bad. Like that's all, <laughs> that's like all they ever say about the dudes. So I was thinking about like making a video with like the guys with me and having them read like the, the mean comments about them and then having me read the mean comments about me and that I read a mean comment that like up and, and walk away until it's just me left being like, this isn't fucking cool. <laughs> like, don't, why, why, why pick me apart? Why pick me apart? Yeah. So, yeah. But that was, that's my this, comeback video that I'm thinking about making. <laughs> you should absolutely do that. You should absolutely do that. Yeah. Or just sit and read them. Like, just sit, don't even react. Right. Just sit and read them. Put them out there and have people watch it and be like, wow, that is pretty fucking hurtful, you know? It's sick. It's sick. Yeah. I, you know, I've definitely giggled at that, like, celebrities read mean comments about themselves, you know, like, and I've definitely read some comments about myself. I've read some comments about myself that I'm like, that's a fucking sick burn. That's hilarious. I did work at the hot topic. You're funny. You got me, you know, like, (laughs) um, but I, so yeah, I mean, I can laugh at myself, but yeah. Crossing those boundaries. Here we go again. That's the topic. (laughs) There's something. And one of those mean tweets, I forget who it was. It's like this British dude. And they're saying something about his dick and they were saying something about something wrong with his dick or I bet his dick looks like something or whatever. And he's like, or, or, uh, looks like it's covered in something. And he's like, yeah, all the shades of your mom's lipstick and on Jimmy Kimmel. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, or like Pharrell, Pharrell looks like a sewer rat or whatever. And he just kind of looks up and then everyone starts laughing. Uh, those are great. But that's, that's kind of what the bomb pops are doing with it. Like the mean tweets, but it's like sliding to our DMS and it's literally like the yeah. most like perverse, like, uh, like fetishy right. stuff that they're really like, I want to smell your fucking socks after you play. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, I'm I doing just, this uh, and that. It's like, fuck you. When we got, when I got COVID, 
COVID. So when we got COVID, I was like living out in like a quarantine camper, like out on the, like a beautiful property. It was honestly, it was like glamping and wonderful, but like, I'm like stuck out in this camper. Like I've watched as much catfish reality TV that I can possibly like in my like shallow mind in that moment because I was just like numbed out you know yeah. <laughs> on, like Dayquil and stuff and um like I posted a thing that was just like uh, on, on Instagram that had just like you could type whatever in response and it just said like give me your shameful stories like tell me tell me your shameful stories and like that came through with us some solid solid responses that were like what <laughs> whoa friend and then there was some that were like i like feet and i, I was like funny it's it's too it's too it's it's 2021 friend like who doesn't like feet if you don't like think that you don't like, like just stop. like this is not very kinky anymore like move on where's like a butt i want to i want you to tell me that you put like a butt plug with like a horse tail in it and then you like gallop around and neigh or something like i want something weird not not feet that's so boring. Yeah. You guys need to go to Fat Mike's house. Uh, <laughs> we did all of these things. Like he's got a track. He's got a horse track in his backyard for, for women to dress up in latex and like cart people around. I'm serious. I went there. I put on latex. I got in the, we did his interview in the pool in a latex muumuu. I was wearing a latex oh muumuu. Yes, I'm it's not insane. running around the horse track with the butt plug, but I'm no, I'm you don't have to do that. But it is, <laughs> I think, I think he's, I think he knows Jay. I, I think he does. I, we've talked about it before. I think, yeah, but, yeah. Um, oh, they definitely know each other. You, yeah, you have to, you want stories. There's the stories out. right there. Holy I'm shit, in. you hear that, fat Mike? Dude, We're coming over. <laughs> I'll text him after this. I will text him after this and say, you need to get this band over there. Like, uh, uh, yes, cool. I mean, it's the cool. we like the most amazing cool free experience. Uh, that his great. his whole existence there. He's got this compound, and it's literally anything you want. He's, he's sober got, now, he's but little, it was like, literally anything you want. He's <laughs> it's crazy, essentially. Like, <laughs> he, yeah, he lives. He lives. Yeah, it's it, well. I won't tell exactly where, but uh, he wanted to make his house open to Hollywood to film movies in. Like he's there are all these different like styles everywhere. And then like the dungeon and stuff. And then he's got like uh like a glass and casket before and, and the dungeon he's got, and stuff. He's got he's got <laughs> a shower with a glass wall into the hallway with like like uh shackles in it and stuff. So you can walk by the guest room and you were watching the other person shower. Uh so like there's no privacy, is that kind wow. of thing? There's like a little kid's room. Uh, for like a, a whole daddy <laughs> those fantasy two thing. things like, are very separate <laughs> yeah exactly but it's like it's it's all like uh it's like a fun house it's crazy it's it's awesome but like uh he wanted them to film movies there but i think he's gonna sell it and like just airbnb the rest of their life but uh oh, if they yeah. haven't yet you gotta go it's it's crazy no idea. yeah right or we gotta get it for the airbnb yeah exactly you have to have you guys stop over there and just kind of like look around like holy shit but there are like original misfits flyers and shit on the wall like it's rad oh really like his collection that was of my stuff first concert insane. really the misfits yep when i was 12 oh. years old it was my concert jesus christ that's a great first concert yeah i begged my mom concert. begged her i was like please let me go see this band i was living in Cor 
Dallas at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was like this little town, no, no, nobody ever came through. So like, it was an action. I had been to like house shows already, but like, it was my first band that like play, it was playing up in Portland. And I like, was like, please let me go. Please let me go. And she's like, okay, but you got to let me hear some of their music first. And then I was like, well, shit. <laughs> and then so I played, Which one? I played her crying on a Saturday night where we used to sit and smoke cigarettes. Um, and I played her that. And it's like kind of like a 50, it's like, like they did like a parody of like a fifties bop almost, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and she's yeah. like, well, I'm like, you know, that sounds, sounds really nice. They sound like a nice band. And then she, she let me go, <laughs> bought me tickets. And my, <laughs> the, my like stepdad drove me up and like, uh, let he like dropped me off and was like, I'll pick you right up back here and took me and my little like 12 year old boyfriend. And we, it was super yes. cute. And I like, I actually, I went up to the merch booth and I, I didn't know how things worked at this time, you know? So I went up to the merch booth and I was like, yeah, have you got to meet the misfits yet? And uh, the dude was like, meet them. I trip over them every morning. Like, <laughs> which that resonates so hard with me now, you know, like, we're just a bunch of fucks in a van like, yeah. <laughs> and um that's just so much of what tour is is just like being in this van and so uh he was like hold on a second he like he's like pick out a sticker and he had me like pick out this misfit sticker and he took me in the back and he had the dudes sign this sticker for me and marky ramon was the drummer for them at that mm -hmm. moment for some mm -hmm. reason and like he gave me a drumstick that like said his name and like signed it and i remember just having like the biggest fucking stars in my pupils man like i was just over the goddamn moon yeah, my, my boyfriend had asked me out with, uh, with, um, sweet little girl, I want to be your boyfriend. So like we, when we met Marky Ramon, we were like, but we asked him and my boyfriend asked me out. Like it was, so <laughs> I just cheesed so, so hard. So if y'all are like watching or around and <laughs> I want y'all to know that you definitely in inspired me in that moment to like. I just wanted to be that cool so <laughs> that's incredible that's incredible i love that i love shit like that that's so what was great your like, first show? my first show was uh social distortion in 94 hey in, in uh anchorage alaska yeah i Whoa. i uh <laughs> i crowd surfed for the first time uh at your first my first show, show. Yeah, and I didn't know like we were sold what, right then and there, man. I didn't know what was going on. Like I didn't know how to deal. Like I'm I'm six foot five. Like I'm not, and I was six foot five back then. Like then. I, I, <laughs> I, I, not a small person. So like I'm up there, I'm going, and uh, someone takes my shoe off and throws <laughs> it, and it hits Mike Ness in the leg, <laughs> and he literally stopped the show and said, "Who the fuck threw that, bitch? I'll fuck you in the ass." Oh, and I was just like holy fuck so like the, the like, security guard that that was in the front row owns owned the only venue in town called gigs so this was all the, the trans trans uh whatever the hell later he saved he knew me because we were trying to book my band there so he he grabbed my shoe and threw it under the stage so at the end of the night i could get my shoe back his name's yeah, brian yeah. and uh so then after that after that show changed everything band started going like as hard as we could we got a show at gigs with brian in his venue 
and then uh the rest is his like we started like practicing playing moved down from alaska to tour got signed everything's happening do that whole career and then now mike ness was supposed to come on the show uh i'm friends with his manager and i told him i want to tell mike this story that you have to hey tell it him. was me so let's do this <laughs> uh that it, is so funny because he he means what he says he's gonna kick someone's ass he's gonna kick their fucking ass but it was me i didn't throw it but it was my shoe but it was my uh, shoe what if he's like fuck you the interview's over <laughs> like yeah, perfect perfect <laughs> then then oh well uh Oh but yeah, God. it's so there's like a full circle moment. My whole life I love from that, that show. I live for that shit. I boom, live boom, for boom. that shit. Yeah. Um, we're, we're currently on tour with Days and Days. And before COVID, they, like they were one of like our last, like second to last tours that we did. So it kind of feels full circle there. We're on mm-hmm. tour with Holy Locust, who um, Summer, the singer for Holy Locust, I met her at Folklife Festival when she was 16. And she was like, hey, can I play your guitar? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, come on, sit down, girl, play my guitar. And she played and she was wonderful. And she played this song that was like, yeah. It was like kind of creepy. And like, and I was like, you are a beautiful creep. You are a wonderful little spooky thing. And I I feel like you got something going on. And now here we are years later uh adults doing this together and um their their accordion player uh jeff i I actually went to the rainbow gathering with jeff on a school bus in 2008 like (laughs) (laughs) which was a whole lifetime ago we don't like we don't talk about her but (laughs) it was so funny i found like a picture of jeff too and he's like got like oogly kid dreads and stuff and he was like i showed it to him and he was like don't let anybody see that picture (laughs) but it's so cute to just like i love those full circle moments of like everybody coming back together and being like yay (laughs) friends again exactly yeah it's uh, it all it's all connected it's something we'll find over and over again i have these conversations every couple days usually like and it it's all connected. Everyone's got something connected to somebody. Like it's, it's yeah. weird. Well, talent, it's like super weird. gem people. I've been on this kick lately that like, like, ever, like people are like, are wonderful, but I feel like I meet people in life who are like just gems, just gems of human beings that are just like, they are just polished and pretty and, and just so special to fucking know, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like through, this community especially i have met so many people that are just absolute gem human beings that i am so lucky to get to interact with and i think it's because like we all like we see it in each other and recognize that that we're, we all have this like like little gleam in our eye and like yeah. a, a zest for life you know and uh there's people that I've uh, grown up in the same town with known forever uh, that I don't have the same connection with that I get from this with me and you, or like that I get when I meet somebody on the road and every time I see them, it's like, here we are in a new state doing something like at a new festival at like doing, doing a new show or putting a new, some new kind of art together. And like, um, it's, it's so it's such a deeper connection and I, yeah, I'm so, so happy to just be a part of this music scene at all. It's incredible. I, I feel the same way. Like it's this, that connection, it's all about the connection because we are, I mean, we're connected anyway, but like there's the, the connection is huge. Like 
so much can come from that you know these little things like what we're doing now like what you guys are doing on stage like it's all that stuff yeah it's 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 all it's about is just the connections like Like that's all you get yeah yeah and that's all you get for life it's literally Mm -hmm. been like my inspiration lately for like living life especially after like covid and not being able Mm -hmm. to connect with people um the way that we used to like uh it's i'm realizing more and more than it's like the most important thing in life is to like make make those connections and like get to know people and like not limit yourself of like who you can or can't have in, in your life and at what capacity you can have people in your life. Like it's just as long as you have the room for it in your life, like love is love as much as you can. And, and, and yeah, and try and try and dig a little deeper because like people aren't, you know, always so surface, like there's, we're all, we're all so deep, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It couldn't be better said. Like that's, that's what it's all about. And, you know, I, I just appreciate the time. Like I, this is, this has been really good. I, aside from the internet issues, uh, I was going to say, when are you, when are you guys back from, from tour? Um, I'm done with this tour on, uh, October 29th. Um, we end it in fest at best at, mm-hmm. in Florida in Gainesville. Yeah. Um, and then I like fly home and then I'm going to be there for like six days. And then me and my babe, it's our anniversary. I'm heading back out into the world. We're going to try and like go on a road trip to Tennessee and then we're going to come back. And then on the 18th, we start another tour, uh, November Good 18th. Lord. So, uh, I was going to say like, rolling. uh, it's, I, I've really enjoyed this chat, but I've, if you have time have in between time. all that, because uh, I want to let you get to the festival and stuff too here where you're at. But if you have time when you're back, we should do like a part two. There's a lot of stuff I want to dig into that we didn't yeah. chat about because yeah. I do, with the delay, like it's super hard to to do it. But like if you want to do like a part two when you're back in yeah. town, we can really like dig into some stuff because there's a lot like we talked about that I really want to talk about uh, further. Um, okay. If you're down. Um, no, I'm totally done. That sounds great. Yeah, I'd love to talk. We can talk like, about it later, um, but like um, I want to put the idea in your head because uh, there's a lot there like that, that uh, I think would be really good. Right. I love to talk to, and I don't get enough opportunities to like say what's on my mind. <laughs> Let people yeah. know besides like a quick, like Instagram story or something like that. You know, I try and, sure. um, and I know that like, people like to get to know you, you know, get to know your story and get to feel what exactly. kind of person you are. I think it's important exactly. to, to like let just, people know what kind of person you are. I just worry some of this may have gotten lost in the, in the latency and like the clicks in and out and stuff like that. Yeah, so I right. want to make sure people get like a really good, uh, you know, a, like a really good version of your, of your story, which is fascinating. And I, we touched the surface. I, touched but I really, it. I really yeah. want to, to dive into some stuff. So like, Cool. If you're down, I'm uh, let's book, work man. on it. I'm, I'm here. Okay. Um, I could also talk to Scott about possibly like figuring out like where the routers are and maybe we can get like in the direct plug-in because we were actually here with a couple of like three days off or something. So I'm really not doing a lot besides okay. like trying to hit the fest at some point. But Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I've really, I've, I've really enjoyed this and I really appreciate, yeah, nice especially on tour, really. taking the time to do this. It's really, yeah. really awesome. So perfect um, uh, yeah awesome. i'm happy to be here excellent I, I i i i uh i my mind just went blank i was i was talking and just went away but uh 
yeah, I want you to enjoy the festival and and uh, and the rest of the the tour and and uh, yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's do a part two. Okay. Um, um, when you're back or when you have more time and we can. But if we um, were going to play a video game, if you could choose, what video game would it be? Man, I love I'm not like a fantasy person as far as video games go. So I'd be straight up like Tony Hawk or Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I like to shoot them up. I like to shoot them up. Um, OK, what mine, about would yours? Be, mine would be like uh, like original, like like the Earthworm Jim game from. Oh, Sega. my God. Because yes. like that was like excruciatingly painful because it never saved and like it was so like when you died it was like no <laughs> like, so, uh, yeah I think it would be Earthworm Jim man I, that's awesome I used to play that all the time yes great game I great. love that you game whip your head yeah and swing from it and shit around. it was badass it was yeah. badass and they made a cartoon out of that didn't they. Oh, well, yeah, it was a cartoon uh, first. and then the It game. was a cartoon first. Okay. Yeah, was, I thought it was just a game. But no, uh, yeah, ahead. the game came out. That one, the, uh, remember this, the Lion King game was amazing and incredibly difficult. The Aladdin game. I loved all those Disney games. I'm actually yeah. a huge, like, Kingdom Hearts fan, which is, like, the new Disney games. It's like mm-hmm. an RP, RPG Disney, and you are a mermaid. <laughs> you have Disney Plus? Um, yeah, hell yeah, I do. Hell yeah. <laughs> absolutely are you kidding me i love that i love i love a good we were actually just me and scott were literally just kind of like drunk crying the other night about how wonderful disney is and how like wholesome it is and like how like i was like you gotta watch toy story 4 man toy story 4 the forky you gotta watch forky yeah we're being we had a couple days off um when we were like in LA at one point and I was like, fuck y'all, I'm going to Disneyland. I took my, my 28 year old self. Like it was like, we had just started took myself <laughs> and Scott was like, I'll go. And so me and Scott spent 13 hours at Disneyland burnt, sunburnt as fuck. And just like, I've never, my face hurt from smiling. And then we walked by like a kid that was crying. And I was like, you're not allowed to do that here. You can't do There's no, you can't, there's cry no cry. You can't cry. Not like that. Only happy tears. I, I cried because they had like these great interpreters that did like like sign language of like the Disney songs, and I was like, Disney is for everyone. <laughs> so, okay, I'll let you go. I could talk forever. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. We got me like we're gonna we're gonna do this part two, and it's gonna be fantastic. Like I just okay. I I want to make sure every because like I'm seeing a bunch of comments about like uh, uh, people like oh we came in at the end of the super rad conversation. It seems like. Uh, uh, Anyway, but I want to I want to leave something there because uh, I think it's gonna be great, and I I really in, have enjoyed meeting you and and uh, yay you know I never you. know where these are gonna go, and I'm I'm thoroughly like like I'm I'm into this like this yay. is gonna be great. Good, I'm I'm a genuine human, and you seem like a genuine human too. So. I do my best. Yeah, right. Isn't that all we can ask? Just like just do your do your best to be kind and genuine just be yourself like it's not yeah yeah well it shouldn't yeah, be hard to you. do but it is so it's for <laughs> a lot of people i think it really so. is it's hard for uh, me too it depends on the day so yeah but. well t- tell scott thank you for setting everything up and give jay a hug for me and Absolutely. uh man and and i look forward to I'll, I'll hit you up about uh scheduling a part two and then maybe okay. i'll put him maybe i'll put him out at the same time 
We're so playing in Portland too um, in November. Oh, perfect. So. Okay. I'm thinking I could put them together like a part one, part two. That way, if people get lost in any of the with the connection stuff, they can go into the part two and get like the the deep dive of everything else. I okay. think it's gonna be good. This awesome. has only happened one other time. We did the same thing. Where we oh, did. really? It was it was with Fat Mike actually. Oh, yeah. His, yeah. his connection was super bad. Like we did like a 20 minute conversation on the phone. And he's like, "Hey, just fly to my house and we'll do it here." And Cute. we did, and it was wonderful. Yeah. So and I put him in the same episode. So I was like, "Hey, first 20 minutes well, are kind of rough." Maybe Listen that through. means something. Maybe we should just fly to Fat Mike's house and do it there then. We should do that. We should do that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Libby. I'll let you go and, and enjoy the festival, but uh, we'll talk yeah. soon. And very, very uh, many thanks for the time. I really appreciate it. See you at Fat Mike's. All right. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Libby Lux from the Bridge City Sinners. Go check them out on Spotify, YouTube, everywhere you can find them. Uh, just an incredible band playing really, really cool music. Uh, it's more like storytelling set to some crazy. It's, it's they're just an amazing band. You just have to go check them out. Watch them on YouTube because it's really cool to see them live uh, and how they translate all that into the show. It's really a cool experience. So uh, again, I really appreciate having Libby on. Um, we'll definitely do a part two in the future when we're not over the internet and having those issues. So hopefully they weren't too bad for you and we're able to get the most out of that conversation. I really, really had a good time. So, um, thank you guys for coming back week after week. I really appreciate that. I definitely want you guys to tell a friend about the show. I know you guys are doing that already, but let's spread the word and make next year even bigger. This year was massive, massive year and, uh, for the show. And, and I can't, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still a little sick. I can't thank you guys enough for all you've done to grow this show, but I would absolutely ask that you keep sharing it with friends because uh, word of mouth is the best way to do that. The best way to grow things and, and organically grow them so they last and it's not just a flash in the pan. So, uh, but man, we are well into the 12 days of peer pleasure here in December of 2021. Crazy, crazy year. Uh, I appreciate you guys sticking with me. Hopefully you're listening to each of these episodes um, and having a good time. So hit me up. Let me know what you think. And as always, we'll see you on the radio.
Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.